Sitting on the floor here, looking at Eicha, it means something else these days. We can really feel what's going on over here, words that maybe we didn't feel in previous years, words that maybe we didn't understand how they could be Mekuyim in our times. Eicha Perek Dalad. Eicha, how can it be, Yuam Zahav, that the golden glow has paled? Yishne HaKesem HaToiv, that the splendid jewel is altered. How can it be, Tishtapechna Avne Kodesh, Beroish Kochutzois, that we could have sacred gems that are spilled out at the head of every street? Says Rashi, what are the Avne Kodesh? Bonim Hameirim Kavonim Toivois, children who shine like precious stones. How can it be that we have kids who grew up in beautiful homes, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years old, and the parents did never, never see what would be? How can it be that we can have children who were shining, who were shining like precious jewels that are now spilled out at the head of every street? B'nai Tzion ha-yikarim ha-musulayim ba-poz, cherished children of Tzion, er who were evaluated in golden currency. It says Rashi, they were praised and valued like gold. We were so proud walking with these kids, going to their PTAs. We were so proud walking in the streets of them, their tznios and their erlachkeit and how they davened. How can it be that those kids that were once evaluated like gold, and we were so proud of them, that today they would be like smashed pottery? And what do we see today? We see Makuyim, the worst parts of Tishabov, in its own different way. Can we fathom how mothers who love their children would eat their children? Parents who love their children would do such terrible things. When Yiddish women devour their own offspring, the infants that were lovingly attended. And this is what we see, Nabuch, Nabuch, how many hundreds of parents are being told to lock your child out of the house. Who is advising them? in a way that makes the fever go up and up and escalate and escalate, and how painful is it for those parents, parents who are told to lock their child out of the house and to call Hatzalah and to call Shomrim. Imagine the pain of those parents, hundreds and hundreds and thousands and thousands of those parents who are saying that they have no place, no other way to deal with the situation and their terrible pain that they go through. From the 300 families that came to me, Baruch Hashem, after coming, not one of them ever called Hatzalah or Shomrim or police or anything. We didn't need that at all, and the kids are home, Baruch Hashem, B'liyayin Hara, nearly 100% are home and happy, and the parents are happy, and the other siblings are happy, and everybody's happy. And yet before coming to me, unfortunately, many, many of them, they were told to lock the child out. There's no hope. There's no hope. You can't. There's no way to live together with them. They're ruined. They're gone forever. Eicha, how can it be possible that these parents who paid so much tuition and who gave so much love to their children, and the children, most of them, were traumatized and abused as children, and they have symptoms of PTSD, and yet they're being advised to devour their offspring, to lack and hate them. They're poison and poison and poison. How can this be? What a crazy world where to save the children and have peace at home and do something that brings them back, Baruch Hashem, with such success that that is considered to be something that is controversial, even though every family has their own paisik and dastayri, watching over carefully over everything. And yet it's not controversial to lock the child out of the house. 
to put a child in a psych ward when the psych wards are filled with Yiddish Kindleuch. And that's not even the bad part. Nebuch, if we have psychiatrically ill people, fine, we could understand that. They're sick, they're getting help in the hospital, but we're talking about thousands of kids who don't belong there, where the psychiatric hospitals say, take your kid home, they don't belong here. Why did they pull a knife? Why did they jump out of a car? Why are they acting so crazy? They're not psychiatrically ill. Take them home, and they come home even more angry. How many thousands of kids are sent away against their will to boot camps? These princes and princesses, Ehrlich Yiddish kids, who are just suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder and all kinds of other problems that were done to them, and they could be saved with such kindness and love and acceptance without problems from the hundreds of families that will testify that it's not hard. It's not hard to love these kids. We can get everything. We can win all the battles. We can win all the wars. And how many of them are being sent to boot camps in Utah and different places to eat treif every single day, to live by the goyim, to have to earn a Yiddish kin, should have to earn regular things like sleeping properly, in order to get bedding, in order to go to the bathroom properly, to have every little thing they have to earn. The mamish like a holocaust. But this holocaust is not happening by the Germans. It's happening by parents who are authorizing people to take their children away. And only because these Erlich wonderful parents are being advised this way by people who don't know how to de-escalate the situation and every advice makes the child more and more angry until until the fever goes up. The advice starts when the child is going down at 100 fever and then all of a sudden there's 101 fever, more advice, and the same advice makes it worse, 102 fever, 103 fever. And none of the advice ever seems to de-escalate the problem to give you back your child, to give you back a loving, respectful child who will do all those rules that you're so concerned of if you treat them the proper way and they're treated properly. How we turn on these children, and we turn on these children that were once at 9, 10 years old, they knew everything and we think they forgot everything and they're behemoths and they need to be dealt with toughly and you need to put down your foot and you need these are the rules of the house and you need to tell them if you don't stick to the rules ay, 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 they knew all the rules they know all the rules and you can get them to stick to even more rules with love with acceptance following Das Torah how is this possible in our day and age that over 80 families buried their children this year from suicide and overdose Eicha how is it shaykh to fathom in our hearts in our minds to understand how we could be having so many families bury their children saying Kaddishman they'll never ever come back how many of those kids were estranged misunderstood misdiagnosed how many of those kids were the parents told that you can't have him in your house he's Tomei he's going to ruin the other children he's evil he became evil he became a Russia how many of those kids lived their lives before they died without the Kesha of mommy and daddy? How many of those kids died alone? How many of those kids were buried alone? Why does it have to be that way when there's so many ways of dealing with kids that have a high success rate where everything is done? Eicha, how is this possible? This is the dar that we're living in where almost two suicides and overdoses happen every single week. This has to be stopped. We have a lot to cry about. We have to cry out to Hashem to be Mashiach that we shouldn't have children who are acting Meshuggah, who are acting crazy from pain, anxiety, depression, BPD, OCD, ODD, bipolar, all kinds of mental illness that are hitting our children who when they were children, they were our goal, they were evaluated as diamonds and now they're Nebuch in the street 
and they seem like all hope is lost, we have to learn how to invest in them. We have to do our part together with our tefillahs for all Klal Yisrael. There's no lack of crying that we do for these children. There's no lack of tears that we have for the families, for the families that are in pain, not for the families that know and understand their child, but the families that are in pain and being told, no, you have to lock your child out of the house. He'll come banging on the door in the middle of the night and don't open up. That's, that's what kind of a Russia he is. His crimes against humanity, he won't listen to rules. Forget about why. Forget about understanding why he's that way. Forget about healing him. Forget about one day having nachas from them. Lock him out. Don't answer the door in the middle of the night. Don't give any money to your child. Cut them off and let them rot. Unfortunately, that's the advice that people are getting. And we cry for them because it's not necessary. Before you amputate a child, before you do kares, you can try something that works 100% of the time. You can try twisted parenting. Every single family is only accepted in a matzav of pikuach nefesh. Every single family is only accepted if their das Torah writes a letter that they take responsibility to be the rav hamachshir, the mashgiach, to make sure that everything is done al pitayra. Almost every single gadol is involved and is happy with the work that's being done. And Hara, not one twisted parent ever locked out their child. And the maila is they're not living in that pain anymore. They would never want to lock their child out. It's de-escalated. The other 1,500 siblings under our program, under our guidance, are steiging immensely, as testified by the Novomitzke Rebbe. And all the Rebbes, and all the Rajashivis, and all the Rabbanim are seeing Nachas, are seeing how the family can stay whole and thrive, and thrive with the right attitude, Alpiderach HaTayra. The Ebishet Al-Helfin, Hashem should help take all the families out of pain. Hashem should help take all of these Neshamas out of pain. Recently someone went to Reb Chaim Kanievsky and asked for a bracha that they're coming to me for advice. Reb Chaim said, Refua Shalema. He says, Refua Shalema, what about Yira Shemaim? You should do tshuva. Reb Chaim said, no, it's Choyle Nefesh. Refua Sa Nefesh, Refua Sa Guf. Reb Chaim didn't agree to even give him any kind of bracha for Yira Shemaim. He doesn't need it. These children are not struggling spiritually. They're only struggling emotionally. They need a refuas ha-nefesh, refuas ha-guf. And let's all daven for these children, b'sayich shar chayli nefesh b'yisrael. They should have a refuah and a yeshua b'kariv. The families should save their children. All families in Klal Yisrael should be whole. We should all walk together. B'sayich to see the ge'ula shleima b'kariv. This is Avi Fishoff, and I can be reached at twistedparenting at aol.com.